Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde. So last week, we talked a little bit about managing debt. And, you know, after we started thinking about, you know, sometimes how do you get into that debt, right? And one of the things we just kind of wanted to go off is for a lot of our students, sometimes they ask us, like, credit cards, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like you know, we've been around for a little while, so we understand how credit cards work. Um, but just wanted to give a little quick intro on just how to use them to your advantage, right? We don't want it, you know, I feel like they're a tool. You know, everybody says don't use them. But how do you use them to your advantage? How do you make sure that I feel like if you're in college, what's a good appropriate use sometimes? And something and some tips just on kind of how do you manage debt, but make sure that you could also utilize your credit cards in, I would say, in a healthy manner, right? Right. Absolutely. I think this is one of those things that depending on how you use it could either really, really help you or really, really hurt you. Right. Because if you're mm. if you learn how to manage the, the um, your expenses and learn how to use credit cards to help you build cre- a strong you know, credit um, to build strong credit, it could help you. Right. Because if you if you're well prepared and you're saving and working and you graduate and you have a job and you're ready to buy a house, you've already got some sort of credit history established. That's just an example. Right. But <laughs> on the flip side, if you don't use it well, it can really hinder you from future decisions such as buying a house. Right. So it's such a critical area that deserves its own focus. I I love the fact that we're talking about just this one topic alone. And I think it's one of those things that, you know, um, the habits you build now tend to follow you in a, you know, lifetime, right? So yeah, it's a great topic. So what do you think? How how do students manage it? How do the students manage it? No, I mean, I love what you're just saying. I'm just hearing about it. And, you know, I even hear like my my daughter's like asking me, you know, like, oh, I'm paying for something, right? And it, it takes me back to when I was young that I remember when I was at the store with my dad and I'd be like, oh, can I have this chocolate? Can I have this toy? And he'd be like, no, put it back, you know? <laughs> and then I'd be like, but, you know, I would look at him and he was like paying with like a card or something. And I'd be like, well, you're not even using dollars. You're just mm-hmm. using this this card, right? Mm-hmm. And so, or this check, (laughs) but still that was like, um, but basically for the credit card, you know, once you charge something, you know, sometimes um, you don't realize how much you're charging, right? Because it's like $20 here, $30 there, $50 here. And then that starts to add up. The beauty is online now, right? Is like, you can tell already how much you spent usually within by the next day you know how much you owe and so the things for credit cards i tell my students is like hey it's okay if you have fixed expenses on your credit cards like if you know that you're going to spend gas create a budget okay i'm spending 250 dollars for gas but when you get paid you have that money to pay off that credit card at the end of the month because if you don't pay off that credit card at the end of the month right they're going to charge you interest what does that mean? You're going to have to pay a little bit more. So instead of spending $200, you might spend $205. I'm just going to keep it real easy, right? So you paid that gas of $200, but now you add, added an extra $5 because you paid it in a couple months, right? Right. And right. that's the thing with about the credit cards where we say, if you don't use them right, so you should manage. It's not a form of like, Hey, I hope I can make this payment for this right. credit card. I feel like anything I put on my credit card, I pay at the end of the month. Mu- at the end of the month. 
Yeah. So now would you say it's better to how in terms of how to look at the money on a credit card? Are you would you say it's better to look at it as if I need essential things and I'm and I don't have cash, right? Then I put it on my credit card. So for example, I put gas or I put food or mm-hmm. and I only use it for that. Or is it okay to look at credit cards as a means of okay i want to take a trip i've paid all my bills but i don't quite have the money for the trip and i'm not overspending it's it's you know it's a weekend trip with my friends and i want to just spend four hundred dollars just to go on this trip it's not much and maybe i could pay it off at the end of the month but i know i could pay it off in two months right would it, is it okay to look at credit cards that way? Or do you think <laughs> that's a problematic way <laughs> to look at credit cards? You already see my face, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and then, for, you know, for our students out there, listeners out there, right? Everybody's different, right? Everybody's different. So this is just like my personal opinion. Like I would say, you know, if I didn't have it, then I wouldn't do it. If I didn't have $400 in the bank that I could use to pay for that trip, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it on a credit card debt. Because what if something happens, right, that comes up? Now, I'm a worry wart. I'm a very, very practical person. So that's how I've always worked. Like if I don't got the money to pay for it, then I'm not going to put it on the credit card. Mm-hmm. If I have the money in hand and I'm going to use the credit card so I can get some points, then then I will do it. And then sometimes what I do for those big ticket expenses, I just pay it right off, right? The next few days, I'll just pay it off. Once the statements like comes up or it's posted, I just pay it off. And that way I'm not thinking like, oh my gosh, I have this big debt in, in that I have to pay next month. Mm-hmm. And so, so I would say, I would say, no, don't do it. Like, unless you feel like you have the means to pay for it now let's say you worked some overtime you worked a little extra you want to reward yourself i still would do it but <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i think it's one of those things you just kind of have to know your weaknesses and know your habits yes. and use good discernment as to what's appropriate and what's not i think you know either one could be problematic Right, because if you're not making, if you're finding yourself constantly have to, having to put gas on your credit card or food on your credit card, while those are essentials, it means you're not earning enough to cover your essentials. So yes. instead of looking at the credit card as your saving grace, you've got to look at either I got to increase my hours and take less classes, or I've got to get a secondary job, or I've got to do something else take take my classes fully online so I don't ha- I have less of a cash cost some other pragmatic means of a safety net okay maybe it's a, maybe it's applying for you know some sort of uh, food stamp program or something so that I do have food or you know making sure I live close enough to walk finding someone to ride share with something else so that I'm not constantly reaching for the credit card because you can easily have that same problem even if you're putting essentials on credit cards right something can happen and you're not able to pay it in time and you start building up this massive balance right absolutely and one of the things that I always do is I always check my bank account and my credit card statement and I want to make sure that I have more in my bank than I have in my credit card right then I owe and I love what you're saying also is 
find those cost-cutting ways, right? So for credit cards, I always tell my students the, the reason they're good is because if you're going to, if you know, the goal in the future is to buy a house, maybe or buy something on credit in the future, by having that credit card for a longer term, you're going to build that credit history, which can help you which can help you when you're buying a car because you can get a lower interest rate, which means you'll pay less interest on the car, right? So those are things, the reasons that I, I, I tell my students, it's good to think about it. But I love what you're saying is you got to also know yourself. So those are some pieces I, I have in, I was just thinking about as you were talking. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think, you know, Everything you're saying, I, I fully agree. So what would you say is the number one way? What's the number one takeaway to ensure you manage these appropriately? You know, I think being real with yourself and understanding yourself. I think honestly, I, I tell my students all the time, like, you know yourself. Like, if you kind of are one of those people that really going to get the things that you want instead of just the things that you need, then I would say be careful with the credit card for that reason like and i tell my students like you know yourself the best like studying with school with working like you know you like this works for me but you got to find what works for you so if you feel that you can do it definitely i would say absolutely think about a credit card as that as that financial tool that you're going to build in the future and use it you know to help you but if you know that that might be a challenge still for you, then I would say, you know, think twice about that. What would be your one thing, Yitzinde? I would say, you know, um, real, you know, it's okay to, you know, approach it with the understanding that this is for emergencies. This is for, you know, when you really just have no other means, right? I think also it's important to limit yourself to one. I really mm. do believe that. Limit yourself to one. Um you know, when they increase your credit, that does not give you free, <laughs> free reign to go <laughs> spend more. Um, and I would say learn as much as you can about how they work. Right. So there are a lot of YouTube videos and, and how to's about how to pay your balance. You know, if you do find yourself carrying balance, you know, you make your you can the strategies you can use to maybe pay, make two payments in one billing cycle so that you're able to build up your credit, things like that, that'll help you to sort of learn how to use them and when it's best to use them. Yeah. And I love what you're saying. It's just educating yourself, right? right exactly. It's like, sometimes we hear all these things about not just necessarily credit cards, but you hear these things, these negative pieces. And it's like, no, just educate yourself. Think about how you're going to use them. Make a plan. You're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. You're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. So so I love what you're saying. So thanks for sharing that. And for listeners out there, you know, just to put it out there, we're not financial advisors. So please note that anything said on this podcast is for informational purposes only. But we hope this is helpful to get you introduced and helps you start to research a little bit more because some of these life pieces that are coming up. And Yutende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC and at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.